Can you pray in tongues for one minute? That's our culture in this place. If you're new, that's how we do. Just pray in tongues for one minute. Better the casco venati the paradise convention on Zida. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. How many are you excited to hear God's word tonight? Come on, how many are you excited to hear God's word? <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh my God. Oh, glory to God. There's something in this room. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to preach. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16. Everybody, one, two, three, go. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Read it one more time. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Father, we thank you for your entrance of the word brings light and understanding to the simple. We thank you because we're transformed as a result. We thank you for the unction that makes preaching and teaching easy. Thank you, Father. You give me nimbleness of mind and agile thought that your people are edified, the demons are terrified, and only you alone are glorified. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Find your seat if you can. So Paul begins to say here that he's not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? It is the power of God unto salvation. It's the power of God unto salvation. So in other words, the gospel does not just contain power. The gospel is the power. Are you hearing what I'm saying now, God? The gospel does not just contain power. The gospel is the power of God. So every time you want to see the power of God in display, preach the gospel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if I want to introduce the power of God in this room, I begin with teaching the gospel. I begin with talking about the gospel. And the gospel is not obscure. The gospel is not something that is uh, um, vague. The gospel is definite. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The gospel is definite. What is the gospel? The gospel is the gospel of his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Can we say that together? His death, his burial, and his resurrection. One more time. His death, his burial, and his resurrection. So if you're in a meeting, for instance, and someone is teaching the gospel and they never mentioned his death, they never mentioned the burial, they never mentioned resurrection, they didn't teach you the gospel. They just hyped you. <laughs> you know, you can be in a meeting and you are hyped up. The gospel doesn't just hype you. Uh, the gospel doesn't just hype you. The gospel revives you. Is it too early? 
the gospel does not just hype you the gospel revives you what does the bible say it says if the spirit that raised christ from the dead lives in you it will quicken your mortal bodies the word quicken there is revive in other words it will bring dead things back to life so when paul was saying that he's not ashamed of the gospel he figured that every time we talk about the gospel we are invoking resurrection power <laughs> so he may not be saying be healed but if he talks about jesus healing starts taking place are you getting what i'm saying guys so you want to see the power of god in your family talk about the gospel that you may not exactly be talking about the gospel but focus on the gospel so there's a problem in your house there's a challenge in your family turn your eyes from the problem and turn your focus on the gospel what did he do in his death what did he do in his burial what did he do in his resurrection that is the gospel that is the power of god are, are we together now that is the gospel so you can be in a prison there are saying many things but you see when the gospel is preached the believers walk in victory you heard what i'm saying when the gospel is preached believers walk in freedom walk in victory so if there's no preaching of the gospel there's no freedom in sight and so we figured that in the world people people want to come into victory by continuing struggle so you in the world people want to come into victory by continuing in struggle so you hear things like aluta continua Alita continua, Victoria Asata. In other words, continue in the struggle and victory is assured. No, we don't continue in struggle. We believe in resurrection. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't continue in struggle to come to victory. Someone struggled. Someone struggled on the cross. He went to Hades. He resurrected and provided victory. So the gospel is the revelation of victory provided. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The gospel is the revelation of victory provided. Not victory that you will get. So you're not doing anything to get it. Someone did something and put it in your account. The problem is you don't know you have it there. See, with the gospel, there's no scarcity of power. With the gospel, there's no scarcity of power. You are not buying the naira like you are not buying the power. Glory. It's always new notes. Glory. <laughs> always new. They are new every morning. New every morning. The lavella sky. Great is your faithfulness. Oh, oh God. They are new every morning. New every morning. Hey, I feel the anointing. Great is your faithfulness. So that I should. Oh, God. Oh, great. And so, just in case you think that you depleted the one he gave yesterday, there's a new one tomorrow morning. So, you can't. Uh, what God gives in redemption cannot be depleted. You know, they finish, it can't be depleted. 
So before he cried, it is finished. He made sure you can finish it. Are you hear what I'm saying? Before he made sure that you can't finish it. So when he was, it is finished. No, he knew what he was saying. He didn't say, I am finished. No, he didn't say, I am finished. He said, it is finished. So he did it completely so you have nothing to do. And that's the finished work. That's the victory assured. You know, I, I saw a book that said, a long walk to freedom. Jesus walked the walk. Jesus did a long walk on the cross, to the cross. And you know, the beautiful thing is, he didn't walk alone. No, he's not a Liverpool fan. Glory to God. <laughs> he did not walk alone. Hey, by faith, you were included in the walk. So when he was walking to Calvary, you were walking with him. <laughs> so when he carried the cross, you carried the cross. When he was buried, you were buried. When he rose, you rose with him. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? This is the gospel. This is the gospel. Before he said it is finished, he knew you can't finish it. He ensured that what he will provide, you will take a lifetime to exhaust. Uh. What he will provide, you will take a lifetime to exhaust. Even in eternity, you can't exhaust it. Because he came from the inexhaustible one. God cannot give something that can finish because he never runs dry. Hey, because everything that God gives is a, is a revelation of his nature. So if God gives something that fades, it means God fades. So, uh, so God can only give something that is lasting because he is lasting. He's everlasting. Are you seeing that now? So every gift of God defines his nature. Every gift of God reveals his nature. So he can't give you eternal life and then you die. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? So the gospel <laughs> is the gospel, the news about his death, his burial, his resurrection. And every time we talk about that, we invoke the power. And I told you earlier that resurrection is a height in display of God's power. Are you seeing that now? So when you talk about that thing, you are bringing that power that rose in from the dead to bear. So automatically, if there are dead things around you, they begin to come alive. Are you seeing that? Because anywhere he is spoken of, his power shows up. So when you say the things like, in the name of Jesus, it's no longer just the name. It's the sacrifice. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Because after resurrection, the name stopped being just the name. It became a tool for ministry. Are you following me, guys? <laughs> Glory to God. So we're not walking to freedom. We are in freedom. But the problem is you can be in freedom and not know it. Are you getting blessed already? You can be in freedom and not know it. But God wants you to know. God wants you to know. So the gospel is not a call to do. The gospel is a call to believe. Give me Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Look at this. 
this is Jesus speaking. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. Did you see that now? He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sign for the blind to set the oppressed free. Now, hold on a minute. Now, you read this, and this is where people have brought out prison ministry from. Now, there's nothing wrong with that because actually we were meant to go preach to people in prison. But if you, you must understand that the context of this scripture here doesn't speak of good news to people in prison. The prisoner in this context is the man who is outside Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So when he said to preach good news to those in prison, it wasn't to go to prison ministry. Because we see that Jesus never showed up in any prison. But did he preach the gospel to prisoners? He did. Why? In the world, you have to, to be in prison, you have to be in the confinement. In the kingdom, to be in prison, you have to be outside the confinement. Christ is the confinement. So any man outside Christ is in prison. He can be walking freely, but he's chained. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Any man outside Christ is in prison, even though his hands are free. So prisoners are walking all over the place. Not because... What makes you a prisoner is that you are outside of Jesus. So when he said he came to preach the gospel, to proclaim freedom to prisoners, he was talking about those who were not saved, who had not received him. The same thing here for those who are, who are blind. He was talking about those who were spiritually blind. Are you seeing that now? Are you following me, guys? Are we together now? Yeah, so to be, to be free means that you are in Christ. To be bound means that you are outside Christ. So you will now realize why Paul is in prison, but he speaks of a man that is free. <laughs> so Paul says, even though I'm in chains, the gospel is not chained. That's why the chains couldn't stay long on him because he was free. You can't bound a free man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So once you know that you are free in Christ, chains don't stay long on you. No, it's not a deliverance program, it's a revelation program. So I'm not breaking every chain. I'm coming to the awareness that they are broken. Yes, sir. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? I'm not breaking chains. I'm coming to the awareness that they are broken. And you must understand that our freedom is premised on our union with Christ. Because if we are joined with him and he cannot be bound, then we can't be bound. So we take freedom from oneness. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? I'm coming to you in a bit. Glory to God. So 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16 then 17 then says that if any man be in Christ glory to God. If any man be in Christ he is what? A new creation. All things have passed away. Are you seeing that now? If any man be where? In Christ. If any man be where? In Christ. All things have passed away. And all things have what become new. It tells you something very important. It means that the, the man in Christ has no past. Am I talking to people? <laughs> the man in Christ has no past. Why? He's a new creation. 
He never existed before. I'll explain to you. Is the screen back? So the man in Christ is a new creation. He never existed before. He never existed before. Look at, look at, look at, um, um, give, me, give me Romans chapter 7 verse 1. Romans 7 verse 1. Are we together guys? Look up to the screen. We're reading from the Living Bible. Romans 7 verse 1. Do you understand yet? Don't you understand yet? Dear Jewish brothers in Christ. That when a person dies, the law no longer holds him in its power. Are we, are we together guys? When a person dies, the law no longer holds him in its power. Go to the next verse. Let me illustrate. When a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband. As long as he's alive. But if he dies, she's no longer bound to him. The laws of marriage no longer apply to her. Next verse. Then she can marry someone else if she wants to. That would be wrong while he was alive. But it is perfectly alright after he dies. So death breaks you away from the law. Are you, are you getting the Are you following me, guys? Next verse. Your husband, your master, used to be the Jewish law. Hello, bye. <laughs> are you following this thing? But you died, as it were, with Christ on the cross. And since you are dead, you are no longer married to the law. <laughs> are you seeing this? And it has no more control over you. Then you can come back to life again. When Christ... <laughs> Then you can come back to life again when Christ did and are a new person. And now you are married, so to speak, to the one who rose. Oh, God. Are we, are we in this thing together, guys? I need to explain. I don't want to rush it. You need to get it because your freedom is here. Joseph, come. Come, brother. You know I was going to call you by the Spirit. <laughs> so, um, they are not gay in Jesus' name. If I, if I, if I had used a sister now, you started prophesying. No. Glory to God. Now, but here's what I want to show you. So he says that if you're married to the, if you are, uh, so as unbelievers before the cross, we are married to the law. The only way to take us out of the law system was for us to die. Are you seeing that now? So he's saying that when you die, you now come back again and you can now marry. But what you don't see is this. When he died, the law left him. He did not rise up as this guy. He rose up as this guy. Are you here? Are you here? Because if he had risen up as this guy, the law can still trace him. 
Are you following me now? I want to teach tonight. He died. And then he rose up in new creation. So this new creation is still this guy. But the difference now is that when he was rising, he was joined to Christ. Are you seeing now? So when he rose, he was no longer this guy. So he didn't have a past. There was no record. <laughs> so, hey. so when he was in this life with the law, there were things he did that were standing against him. He could not keep the law. He could not obey the commandments. And because he could not obey them, he could not be accepted. So acceptance was premised on obedience to the law. But he couldn't keep it. So when Christ was not going to die, he included him in his death. Are you following what I'm saying now? So the moment he died with Christ, he rose up a new man. So the man that is now joined with Christ is the new creation. So he does not rise like this and then he's now joined. Are you following what I'm saying? What you think in salvation is that you, were, you rose up and then you now joined with Christ. No, 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 no. In your resurrection, you were the joining. So what, hey, Yama, what makes you new is the joining. So the believer did not die with Christ the day he believed. He died the day Christ died. So you died before you were born. So when the Bible says uh, the lamb was slain before the foundation, that was when you died. Your believing now is a reckoning of the dead. So believing brings you into what was done before you were. So now you are born from death so you can't die. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? I came to teach tonight so you can get it. So this guy now comes up. He's a new person. So he says, uh, give, me, give me the other translation. I write to you, dear brothers and sisters, who are familiar with the law, don't you know that when a person dies, it ends his obligation to the law. So in other words, the moment he died and became this guy, the law was no longer needed. He didn't have to keep it. And even if he broke it, it won't be counted. So, so let me explain to you. Do you know that if you start, if you drive your car, for instance, now, and there is a red light there, and there's one last mile, whatever there, if you, if you run red, they will catch you. And you will spend some time somewhere. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? So now imagine now that there's a new code that says that running red is no longer an offense. No, imagine. So, so what that means now, follow me carefully. What that means now is this. Before you could run red and you will be caught. But when the offense is no longer punishable, you can run red and no one will hold you. Now, it's still an offense, but it's not punishable. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So what happened was this. When he rose a new man, he could break the law, but it was not punishable. Yeah. Ah. Why? Yeah. 
there was, he rose with sacrifice. He was joined to sacrifice. So in his walk, there's blood speaking. As he's going, there's blood speaking. So what he commanders here? So while he is misbehaving, the blood is dealing. So the record cannot stay. No, it's not that he did not do it. He did it, but there's no record. We can't find it. It's not there. Why? He was joined to resurrection. Resurrection keeps no record. So it is what you are joined to that determines your record. No, no, it's not the confession that clears it, it's the joining. I did not confess, but there's no record. How? I'm joined. Give me the next verse. For example, a married couple is bound by the law to remain together until separated by death to get to us part. But when one spouse dies, the other is released. So when you died with Christ, you were released from the law. You don't fight the law. You identify with Christ. No, stop fighting the law. Identify with Christ. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? The order is released from the law of marriage. Next verse. So then, if a wife is joined to another man while still married, she commits adultery. Now, Paul is not talking about marriage here. He's talking about your union with Christ. It's not a Valentine message. Glory to God. But if her husband dies, follow me. You're watching online, follow carefully. If her husband dies, she is obviously free from the marriage contract and may marry another man without being charged with adultery. Next verse. So, my dear brothers and sisters, the same principle applies to your relationship with God. Are you seeing now? For you died to your first husband. The law. I'm not married to the law anymore. I'm not married to the law anymore. Come on. I'm not married to the law anymore. I'm free from the law. I'm free from the law. I'm free from the law. There is therefore now no condemnation. To any man who is in Christ Jesus. For we've been freed from the law of sin and death. I'm not married to the law. I'm not married to the law. Your first husband, the law, by being co-crucified with the body, co-crucified with the body of the Messiah, were you there when he died? Were you there when they nailed him? But he says you are co-crucified. By faith we know. <laughs> By faith we know. By faith we know. By faith we know. I didn't have to be there. But uh, <laughs> by faith we know. Are you hearing me, guys? Follow, follow carefully. I'm coming to you in a bit. He says, so you are now free to marry another. The one who was raised from the dead. So that you may not bear, you may now bear spiritual food for God. 
So who you are married to determines what you give birth to. <laughs> who you are married to determines what you give birth to. So when we were married to the Lord, we gave birth to sin. But now married to Christ, we give birth to righteousness. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> who you are married to? I'm not married to the Lord, I'm married to Christ. So when we sing that song, we're not joking. I'm married to Jesus. Satan, leave me alone. <laughs> My husband is coming to take me away to everlasting. Glory to God. Brothers, go and get married. Focus, focus. <laughs> So, are you getting blessed guys are you getting blessed you can go and preach with me today don't worry so, so he says we, we're now married to Christ so that we can now give birth to or bear spiritual fruit for God so when we're joined with the world joined with the law we could only give birth to sin but now we are joined to Christ I give birth to righteousness so I'm not trying to be righteous. I'm walking in righteousness because I'm joined to the righteous one. Are you seeing what I'm saying now? I'm not trying to be holy. I'm living holiness because I'm joined with the holy one. Are you seeing what I'm saying, guys? Are you following me? Give me the next translation. You shouldn't have any trouble understanding these friends. For you know all this in and out of the law. How it works and how its power touches only the living. So, so the power of the Lord touches only the living. But I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless. <laughs> I just want to teach tonight. I don't want to shout. Listen to me. The Lord touches only the living. But you are dead. So when Paul says, reckon ye yourselves dead, it was because if you don't see yourself dead, the law can touch you. So to, to, to remove yourself from the infliction of the law is to reckon yourselves dead. Don't fight with the law. Just know that you are dead. Say, I'm dead. Don't be, don't be afraid of death. Say, I'm dead. That's why you can all record now. There are two kinds of deaths. There are two kinds of deaths. You died in Christ. That's what he's saying. Reckon yourselves dead. I'm dead in Christ. So the law can't touch me. Did you hear what he says? When he healed the woman on the Sabbath day, they said, why do you heal on Sabbath? He said, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. The law could not touch him. Now he now put you inside him. You can heal on the Sabbath, my friends. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? Are you following? Glory to God. Glory to God. So you reckon yourselves dead. Reckon yourselves dead. You must understand you're dead in Christ. You were dead in Christ. And what's applicable to the law is no longer applicable to me. Do you see that now? I can live freely. I can walk freely. Why? There's no record. So this is the guy that has the record. He died. 
But when he rose, he didn't rise as this guy. He rose as a new man. So it was this same guy that rose. But when he rose, he rose joined with somebody. So that altered his personality. So once he was joined with the Christ, his life was submerged. So he had no past or history. So you can't trace the new creation to generational causes. Are you getting the picture now? Because the guy who rose does not have a past. His past is the cross. So, the only time you should look at your past is to see what happened. On the cross. You have no past. You have no past. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? I'm not going back looking ahead. Here to declare to you, my past is over in you. Some of you sing, you don't hear what you sing. My past is over in you. Things were made new when I surrendered my life to Christ. I'm moving, moving forward. You, you are going backward. <laughs> Glory to God. So when I gave my life to Christ, I didn't give him, I received his life. Because the believer, the man in outside Christ has no life to give. Are you getting that? You don't have a life to give. The Bible says, in him was life and the life was the light of man. And that light shines in darkness and darkness could not comprehend it. So what it means is you can't give life as an unbeliever. You only receive life. So faith in Christ brings life into you. Where you now receive his life, it's now that life that you can give. You see what I'm saying now? So I don't give life as salvation. I receive life as salvation because as salvation, I was dead. But he found me. You get what I'm saying? So when you hear things like lost but found, it was the believer. Lost but found is not your Bible in primary school. Lost but found is the man before salvation. He was lost but found. So he's not a sinner saved by grace. He was a sinner saved by grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? I was lost, but he found me. That's salvation. That's the gospel. Glory to God. Glory to God. So I told you the freedom that we have is premised on our oneness with him. And, and when you look deeply at the cross, you can now see what the benefits we have in him and how that this oneness with him clears our record and history. So I may have my issues, but they can't be traced to me. So the moment I was joined to Christ, I took on a new identity. Are you seeing that now? So the identity of the believer is Christ. When the seven sons of Sceva came to cast out the demon, they said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. It was not a question of power. It was identity. They did not know who they were, so they couldn't answer. So some of you are, are approaching things in life without your identity fixed first. You must know who you are. You have identity crisis. You can't go far in life. You must fix that first. You must know who you are. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You must know who you are. Give me, give me uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. Let's travel from there. Just close from there. Glory to God. Now look at this. 
having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Do you want to sit down now? So, so Jesus started fixing the same problem from this death. Not just resurrection. Are you following me now? Yes, we're close. He started fixing sin problem from his death. Not resurrection. So even the nails started fixing things. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements. So what is the handwriting of requirements? They were placed on this guy. So this guy messed up and there was a requirement for justice. But he couldn't meet it. Jesus shows up on the cross and by the nails in his hand, he fixed the requirement. You will get it. That was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. So how did he take it out? By the nails in his hands. So every debt that you had to pay, he nailed it. No, he didn't pay it. He nailed it. He didn't need POS. Kelavaraski, you only need nails. The Latons and Taliata Kizo, Kelemasha. He nailed it. The requirement for your sins, he. The soul that sinned shall die. So he said, You will not die. I will die, you'll die. Kelando Sake do Kasha. Tembre de Suvelete. So, listen, salvation is a legal matter. So, they did not give us justice because they felt like giving us. They gave us because somebody paid. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're traveling, we're traveling. Give me the next translation. Look at this. And blotted out the charges. Hey, God. And blotted out the charges proved against you. This is very important because they were proofs. Elaski. So, you need to understand though that putting you to death was legally correct. They were legal... So there was a proof. There was a proof. There was a document that stated that this guy has to die. And it was proven that he did it. So when you show up in the law courts, the judge will ask, where are the evidences? And then they will provide evidence. And if the evidence was correct, you will be sentenced to death. So when you hear the word judgment, it's a neutral word first. Some of you think when you hear, God will judge you. There's nothing wrong with that. Judgment is called decision. Hey. Judgment, when you say you will be judged, sentence has not been passed. Sent, hey. Judgment means we will look into your facts. So, hey, So when Jesus came to die, while he was offering his life, he knew that 
if he only died and left the document, his death might be invalidated. Kai, Kai. Oh man, do see I think with me, guys. Think, 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 think. So there's a document that shows that you should be killed. And then he chose to come and die your death to take your place. Are you following what I'm saying? So while he is dying on the cross for you, to give himself for your sins, in otherwise he's paying the debt, but he knows that paying the debt is not enough. There's a document that should be fixed. So if he dies and leaves the document, they can trace you back to that thing. So he laughed. So, so while he hung there giving his life, by the nails he was twisting the documents. That's why they are like this. There was a document. And blotting out the charges. How many of you remember Black Lives Matters? When they caught the guy that killed that guy, there were counts, there were charges. They were charges. They were charges. But you see, if they had gone through the court system and they found the charges invalid, the man would have gone scot-free. So what implicates you at the charges? <laughs> so Jesus did not leave the charges with them. He paid your debts and took the charges. I'm taking it slowly so you can understand. <laughs> oh God, God, God. The devil is a liar. And blotted out the charges proved against you. Come back. The list of commandments. So he says the charges and then he shows you the list of commandments. What list of commandments? The list that you could not keep. Why is there a charge? There is a charge because you could not keep the commandments. So Jesus is on the cross dying for you, but he has the list in his hands. <laughs> the list of commandments which you had not obeyed, he took this list of sins and destroyed it by nailing it to his, to his cross. Next verse. Next verse. Oh my God. But are you getting this so far, guys? Are you getting, is this blessing you? No, no, talk back to me. Is this blessing you? Okay, fine, 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 fine. Go back, just give, stay, 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 on, stay on verse 14. Stay on verse 14. Oh God, God, God. But find verse 15 for me. There's something there. Find verse 15 in the, in the TLB. There's something there. Dora Bashta Kilamanda Sia Koza. Devradas Kantidiza. So, oh God. I'll show you something right now. Hi. God, God. God, go shabaladina masiza. So this, is, look at me, guys. So this is the document for your sins. Oh, follow me carefully, because why is this important? Why am I explaining this way? So that you, you can you can explain to yourself what happened about you. If you cannot explain it, you cannot experience it. Are you seeing what I'm saying, guys? So when he when he took the document, he had paid for this guy's sins. 
took the document and then he destroyed it. In the court of law, you don't destroy evidence. Are you here, guys? You, Jesus could destroy evidence and went scot free. Jesus, <laughs> oh God, destroyed evidence. But, but here's the beautiful thing in destroying the evidence, he replaced it with him as the evidence. Now, look at this. In this way, verse 15, God took away Satan's power to accuse you of sin. And God openly displayed to the whole world Christ's triumph at the cross, where your sins were all taken away. So what he did, he didn't do it in secret. He did it in open. Why? The evidence had to be displayed publicly. So even the devil will know that he's, he's taken care of. Now, the only person who doesn't know yet is you. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? So I'm going to show you something here. Just watch, watch. In this way, what way? Don't sleep, guys. In this way, what way? The nailing on the cross of the documents, right? In this way, he took away Satan's power to accuse. So you don't fight accusation. You take away evidence. The way to silence the accuser is to remove the evidence. So the power of the enemy thrives on the records. So Jesus wanted to take away accusation. He took away records. He was not after the devil's accusation. Because the accusations were legal because there was a legal record. If there were no records, the accusation could not stand. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, so, in this way, he took away Satan's power to accuse. Let me explain that to you. So, come, come this way. Just look, guys. So, put your hands on him. Just put your hands on him. So, the enemy has his hands on you. Why does he have his hands on you? Because it's a document of things you did. Now, Jesus shows up to take away the devil from the scene. He does not take his hands off you. Because if he takes his hands off you, without touching the documents, he still has a legal ground to take his put hand back on you again. Are you seeing that? So, he leaves the enemy and takes what is giving him power. Are you seeing it now? He's getting it. So, you don't take away his hand. You take away what is giving him power. So, it was the records that was the record grounds for his holding you. So, so, so if Jesus had ignored the records and took his hands off, he would put it back. He is the accuser and he has something to work with. So the accusation thrives in the presence of records. But Jesus took the records away. There's no record against me. There's no record. They can't be found. They can't, there's no trace of the record. 
So when the devil is speaking to you, you can tell him there's no record. So every time he speaks to you and you succumb, it's because you were ignorant. That there's no more record. That's how you hiss at the devil when you realize. Are you getting blessed, guys? That's how you hiss at the devil when you realize there's no record here. There's no record. So, so what that does then is this. It now gives you the believer's authority. So your authority, a Calvin or C, your authority is now premised on no records. Because if there was a record, you couldn't speak. Because there would be something indicting you. Slaves don't talk. So he will not come out. See, but you have something here. And then you keep quiet. This was the power of the enemy. So when we talk about the power of the enemy, it's not, it's not, it's not mozu. Is documents. So Jesus knew that and in his death he was dealing with documents. If he had just died, the documents would still be standing against you. So, oh God. Next verse. Oh, give me the next scripture. Next, ne next translation. God brought you alive right along with Christ. Think of it. All sins forgiven. All sins forgiven. The slate wiped clean. That's all the rest warrant cancelled and nailed to the cross. Hey, Amanda Shandabakai. Alenemeko. Is this where it ended? Show me the next one. He stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. Good day. <laughs> Match them. He matched them. Everybody, he matched them through the streets. You don't know what Jesus did. Go back, go back to go back to verse, verse 14. Let me show you something there. They need a rush Bible. If you rush, I go meet something. <laughs> follow me, follow me, guys. Now, now, look at this. The slate wiped clean. The old RS warrant cancelled. So when, when a policeman shows up in, at your door and says you are under arrest, not you. <laughs> the first question is, where is your warrant? You try it in Nigeria, all the very best. Now, now, but, but listen to me. But, but legally speaking, a normal police, legally speaking, rightly constitutionally, there should be an arrest warrant where the law works. Glory! <laughs> Love you guys. Come on, scream. There's no record. 
Say there's no record. Come on. Come on, shout. There's no record. There's no record against me. No record. No record. No record. Nothing. So, so when you ask the policeman, where is your arrest warrant? Guess what he does? He reaches for his pocket. But this time he can't find it. He counseled. So the devil still shows up in people's houses with a fake arrest warrant that thrives on the ignorance of the believer. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? But Jesus canceled the arrest warrant. You can't be arrested. You are the one arresting people. You can't be arrested. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't be arrested. There's no record for that. Hi. Commander Venazuda. Give me the last one. Give me the last translation. He cancelled out every legal violation. It was legal. So you messed up legally. But he cancelled it. Now, follow what I'm saying carefully. It would be injustice for Christ to cancel a legal violation. The only way it would be justice would be that he has to pay for it first. Are you following what I'm saying? So he paid for it and then he counsels the violation, the legal violation. We had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, he erased it all. So what he did was this. He did not, when he went to the desktop, he clicked delete file. He went to the recycle bin. He went to the recycle bin. Kapanata. Do you want to delete permanently? Enter. Every file erased. Ayama Kosha. Every file erased. Every for must the hard drive. There's no trace of my past. Hamashandaya. There's no trace of my... I know you have the video, but it can't be found. There's no trace of the mess. There's no trace of your mistake. There's no trace of what you did. Stop living in your past. Stop living in your shadows. Come out of that thing. God has set you free. There's no record for your sins. There's no record. It can't be found. He erases all, all our sins. He erased it all. Are you hearing what I, he, he everything? He, he Amanda Sora praying the Holy Ghost. He erased it all. There's no record here anymore. He erased it. Oh my God. Oh, listen now. Look at this. Look at this. He deleted it all. And they cannot be retrieved. You know, there's a software that you can use to, re to retrieve a hard drive that has been formatted. Even that software cannot work. Because what he used to delete was the blood. 
when the blood deletes is gone it's gone come on it's gone there's no record it's gone who am i talking to there's no record it's gone there's no record it's gone come on it's gone slap your neighbor say there's no record it's gone it's gone it's gone the blood fixed it it's gone the blood took care of it is gone the blood trashed it is gone there's no record against me now not from my father's side not from my mother's side i don't care who spoke about it i don't care who tweeted it there's no record against me it's gone it's gone it can't be found there's no record come on come on there is therefore now no condemnation to any man who is in Christ Jesus we've been called out of darkness into light and we have forgiveness and redemption according to the riches of his grace there is no record against me no record it can't be found no trace it can't be found there's no, I don't care what you did. There's no record. No record. Everything we once were in Adam, you went from your great great grandfather. <laughs> went down to Adam. It's gone. Everything. So when I say the new creation has no past, you, you can get it now. There's no record anywhere. So, 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 so the, the, the power of hell thrives on the records. But Jesus took the records. Jesus took the record. He did not tear it. He did not squeeze it. He did not trash it. Hey, really deep me. He deleted it and made him the new record, right? <laughs> he is now your record. So in him you are righteous. In him you are holy. In him you are justified. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's the new record now. That's the new record now. There's no record. There's no record. There's no record. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? There's no record. There's no record. There's no record. There's no record. <laughs> So when the enemy shows up, he said, there's no record. I'm free. In Christ, I'm free indeed. No chains are holding. It's who I choose. I'm free indeed. Everybody. In Christ, I'm free. No chains are Let's be upstanding. I'm free indeed. I'm free. Oh, yeah. No chains are holding me. I'm free indeed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No chains are holding me. It's who I choose. Now, listen to me. So, so the essence of revelation is not just for excitement, it's for enforcement. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? The essence of revelation is not excitement, it's for enforcement. So I, I, you're going to pray in the next few minutes. Hear me, you're going to pray strong. So what you find is this. What you find is this. So there's no record, right? But the enemy shows up in your family and puts sickness on someone. 
based on the record that has been deleted. But now that you know that there's no record, you will not watch that sickness thrive. You will not watch that sickness thrive. You will not watch that penury thrive. You are going to open up your mouth right now and enforce what you have in Christ Jesus. Every record has been taken away. Now the enemy has no power over your house. The enemy has no power over your business. The enemy has no power over your family. I want you to pray strong. I want you to pray stronger. Take authority as you have right now and decree and declare there's no record against me. Therefore, devil, you have no place in my house you have no place in my business you have no place on my job you have no place in my stuff I want you to pray stronger open up your mouth pray strong pray strong it's time to enforce it's time to enforce I can hear you pray deal with that family problem right now in this way, he took away Satan's power. The power has been taken. The enemy has no power anymore. It's now your time to enforce. I can hear you pray. In this way, he took away Satan's power. There's no record anymore. Now you have authority. Kashatakanamataya. You can deal with that cancer. You can deal with that family pattern. In this way, he took away Satan's another goal show. In this way, can you take your authority in Christ? Begin to deal with that family problem. Deal with that delay. And shut another car If he took the record, he gave you power. Something is breaking up someone right now. Every family limitation will stop your focus can stop you. Will stop your sickness can stop you. The record is commandable. The record is broken. The devil has nothing to indict you with anymore. The record is taken away. You are free to walk. 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 Walk into your destiny. Walk into your purpose. Walk into your assignment. Yes, 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 yes. You are free to walk. In this way, he took away Satan's power. When he took the records away, he took the powers away. Come on, come on, come on. Change that thing in your family. Change that situation. Change that thing. Change that thing. I can't hear you pray. 
You took the record so you can enforce. In this way, God took away Satan's power. The devil has no power. The devil has no power. His power was behind the record. But now the record is taken care of. The record is taken care of. The devil has no power. The devil has no power because there's no more record. The devil has no power because there's no more record. Glory to God. Hear me, hear me. There's someone here, God said, your auntie can conceive now. Your auntie, you've been trying and trying, you can conceive now. You can conceive now. When you go home, tell them that God's word came to them. They can conceive now. Look at the screen. In this way, he took away Satan's power. So the power was the record. When the record was gone, there was no more power. The devil has no power. The devil has no power. Now you can enforce. Now you can enforce. You can enforce your dominion. You can enforce your victory. You can enforce the riches. You can enforce the surplus. You can enforce the abundance. You can enforce the promotion. You can enforce, you can enforce increase on all sides. You can enforce, when men shall say there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. You can enforce, you can enforce. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Go back home enforcing. The devil has no power. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's no record, so there's no power. Hey, come on, Shayata. There's no record, so there's no power. <laughs> There's no record, so there's no power. Come on, give Jesus praise in this room. Give Jesus praise in this room. Father, we thank you. In this way, God took away Satan's power to accuse. Hi. There's no more accusation. There's someone... The enemy has been accusing you, messing up with your mind, reminding you of your past. God has taken that in a way. There's no record anymore. Stop feeling guilty. Hey, who am I talking to? Stop feeling guilty. That guilt consciousness is gone right now. Now you have righteousness consciousness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Stop feeling guilty. I know you messed up in the past, but the new creation has no past. God has fixed your past. Are you hearing me now? God has fixed it. Stop feeling guilty. God has fixed it. You did something so terrible and it looks like God cannot forgive you. There's no sin so big that God cannot cleanse. No one. No one. God says to tell you, I have forgiven you. Me by myself, I have forgiven you. And if I have forgiven you, no man can put a charge against you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's no record against you. Walk out of this room this night declaring to yourself, there's no record against me. There's no record against me. 
it can't be found. It's been erased. It's been deleted. All files missing. Glory to God. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus in this room. Find your seat, please. Were you blessed tonight? Come on, were you blessed tonight? There's no record, man. There's no record. I can now walk freely. You know, you know what picture comes to mind is SMG. They, they now go and report you now. Say, he did this, he did that. He said, let's check our records. But he did it. We can't find it. No, it's not what you did. It's that there's no record. If there's no record, it can't be justified. There's no record. Not one found. No record. Cleared it everything. Hi. Amplify it. Should we check it? But we should do no record amplified. <laughs> There's no Kai, Kai. So it is it is on this premise, and that Paul says, For this cause I bow my knees. Because the, the, the revelation of no record prompts worship. I will teach that another day. Come on, there's no record. It can't be found. No traces. It can't be found. I'm a free man in Christ. What are you playing? Sing it.
you deserve the glory, honor, and power. Put your hands together. Give God praise in this room. Hallelujah. Oh my God. There's no record against you. There's no record. Think about this and you bust forth in worship. There's no record. There's no record. I can walk freely now. There's no record. There's no record. The man in Christ is not an ex-convict. Your past can keep you down, says God. Your past can keep you down. Your past can keep you down. No, your past can keep you down. Your past can keep you. Who am I talking to? Your past can keep you down. Your past can keep you down. No records found. In this world, once you touch prison, you can't, you can't, you can't be president. You can't fight for place of authority. You can't be anything else. Your CV is contaminated. But in Christ, there's no record. No records found. No record found. I'm a free man. Your past can keep you down. I declare again, your past can keep you down. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Thank you.